everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. Woo! Audrey's helping me make a vlog for my TikTok because I am in my influencer era. I love it for That's you. what I've decided. I Every decided, time I go on TikTok, you have a new video. I know. Well, I've decided that I want to be, a, I hope to be a content creator influencer. Um, Telling the stories of my life. And I hope people take interest in that. So I'm really trying. So give me a follow if you do not follow me it would very very much be appreciated that's the word it's like all right you guys you didn't know this from last week unless did you cut out the parts about camera i cut out i think almost everything okay so we are here in our second attempt with the camera i went to the bh store right before this literally got there 10 minutes before it closed luckily they still helped me and so we'll see what happens today I'm really hoping it works though because last time when it turned off I was so sad I was like how dare you well if you want to see what part of my apartment looks like uh yeah you go watch it yeah watch it I'm hoping that we get to like make little clips for TikTok because if you follow us on TikTok we haven't been as super active on it but honestly I'm just hoping that we'll be able to transfer a bunch of video and be more active as the months go on slipping slipping slaying how are you? You went to a dance class this morning. I went to my first dance class in a very, 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 very long time. Tell us about it. I am shook because like the thought of getting into a dance studio right now, I, I don't know if I could do it. I'm honestly shocked <laughs> that I did because I've been talking about it for so long, like truly with the intention of doing it. And I still haven't. And I don't really know what changed. So I went home for like almost a week yeah. as everyone... As everyone knows, um, I went home last week to surprise Julia yes. Perry for her birthday, and she was so surprised. It was so cute. Oh. Like, she was so surprised to the point of, like, she almost looked angry. Right, because <laughs> I feel like when you're surprised, at least when it happened to me, you're just in so much shock yes. and you're just like what the fuck is happening yes it was very cute we Aww. got most of it on video Yay. um and we had a wonderful time um it, it was such a blast shout out to shauna and lily um and it was so nice to meet like a bunch of her friends yeah um and then she ended up coming home with me which my parents had already planned julia just didn't know this part of the plan because she didn't know i was coming um that she like came home with me on sunday and nice. so then she commuted into work during the day and then came back with her family at night Slay. um and so i got some nice family time and my parents were watching my niece and my nephew this past weekend so i got to spend a lot of quality time with them which Yay. was really nice yeah they're absolute demons but i love them more than anything in the world uh-huh. um and i so I, a couple of weeks ago, had a joint session with more than a couple of weeks ago, um, but a couple means anything between two and five for me. So yeah. you got to live by my definition. Um, I had a joint session with my mom and my therapist to sort of talk to her and, you know, be a little more honest about how I've been doing and yeah. how I've been having a rough time. And so we had a lot of conversations about that. And I don't know, I've, I've been stewing on things a lot recently and thinking mm. about things a lot. Um, and so... I don't know. I just, uh, yesterday or maybe it was the day before I just went to the website. I found like the first level, basic level class that was a theater class. And I just signed up. Um, that's sometimes all you got to do that one step. uh, Yeah. And I've been talking about it for months. Um, and I had a fantastic time. Good. Like, Like, what did you guys dance to? 
like any theater song? It wasn't a theater song. Okay, it was some pop song, um, like an older one. I think like an old Justin Timberlake, but it was really fun. And I like embarrassing for me but I like cried a little bit during warm-up like like a single tear out of one eye just because like it, it felt so nice and it made me like so happy and like I'd been so like nervous and afraid and like scared to get back into class and it just like I truly like it, it made me so happy and like I don't know I've been like ruminating a lot on like needing to have something to care about yeah and uh sort of how like fear can kill you of like like how fear can keep you from doing things and then let me synthesize this a little bit better um if you let fear stop you from doing a lot of things little by little it will like kind of kill you and like I I feel like fear has been kind of eating me alive Mm, for a while sure in a lot of aspects of my life um and I'm trying to just even though I'm afraid just like do it because yeah the other option is just like waste away right I don't want to do that yeah yeah I get that I was talking about this concept with Olivia the other day because you know we've had conversations about moving in together and I'm just like really nervous like that's Mm -hmm. a really big step I'm like oh my god that's so adult yeah um but Olivia's like I mean you could just like stand in fear or you know you can go into something and know it's scary and know that like you're gonna be able to make it through yeah proud of you yeah that's so exciting i'm signed up for another class tomorrow i like slay you know what's crazy i've been singing i know yes 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 i've been singing i've been like trying to get my stamina up for this performance at the end of the month and i'm really excited about it it feels so nice to get to do this i don't know if you experience this today but from like the singing i've been doing and practicing it just feels nice to get to do theater again as this like extracurricular like hobby to my life because I mean we had a little bit of a different high school experience I went to a public school and so I didn't do theater during the day it was like my extracurricular moment and so I think it was really hard for me during college when it just became everything Mm -hmm. because like Fergie had told us who was somebody that went to our school like at the end of the day this becomes a job and there's downsides with every job and I think that was really hard for like my inner child who just like loved theater and Broadway to feel so it's just like nice to get to do it again in this very like chill low stakes like I had this moment where I was singing in my bedroom the other day and for some reason I have this very vivid memory of me on vacation with my family in LBI and I'm in the room that I was staying in literally screaming at the top of my head defying gravity and like I remember the joy and like how much I loved it in that moment and doing and singing in my room like the past couple of days and weeks I'm like ah, like I feel that again and it just feels nice to enjoy it yeah like I I've truly never been a particularly good dancer um to the point in which in high school I went to one of my teachers and I was like I want to get better at dance what do I do and what she said to me was I don't know something just when I watch you dance god what was the phrasing oh no it was so brutal was she a bitch it was so subtle it was so subtly brutal like Ew. it wasn't in a bitchy way it was just like when i i don't know what it is just when i watch you dance just something looks wrong oh my god <laughs> and like she said it so casually like i don't think she meant it in a horribly mean way but boy did that stick with me forever yeah um, things stick with people let's but all remember that i 
I've always loved it. And I don't know. I spoke to so I, my mom and I, we still did our walk this morning um, and we're doing our walks. And, and honestly, like that has been something that has been fantastic. And Good. I think like this little bit of momentum that I'm getting is like in large part due to that. Um, but she was like, I've been like so frustrated because like you love dancing. It makes you so happy. And I'm just Aww. like, why haven't you gotten back in class? And I just like, I, I, it made me so happy. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. you. And speaking of happy mental, it's mental um, health awareness month, everybody. Slay. So take care of yourself every day, every month. Take your meds. Have you not taken them? I took them right before this. <laughs> I'd kind of forgotten today. Take those meds. Take your meds. Go to therapy. Oh, I accidentally missed therapy this week. My mom and I got really into doing a puzzle. Oh. And full you know missed what? it. We spent a full... And it like we got the kids ready for school. The kids went to school. We immediately started working on the puzzle. Nice. We were still working on the puzzle when the kids came back from school. You know what? That's mindfulness. When you put your there's like a, a part of DBT where you like put all of your attention on something. And it's actually very mindful because it will help you with well, anxious thoughts. I brought a puzzle back with me to work on when I get like stressed. Nice. Um, Hashtag coping skills. A little piece of it. Yeah, I. When I get like stressed or distracted myself, I play like solitaire and like card games a lot, but they're on my phone. And I was like, oh, I feel like it would be good for me to like engage with something that's not on your phone because you all already spend too much time on your phone. And I was like, oh, a puzzle would be a good option. I have no idea where I'm going to fucking put it. I don't have a room for it. It's in a thousand piece puzzle. It's going to take me fucking forever to do. Um, You'll figure it out. But I'm trying to take those steps of like not just doing the things to get by, but the things to like. Make yourself feel better. We do better. Like we not, say it all the time. Not just the bottom wrong. Do like push for that second thing. It's always the hardest shit. Oh yeah. The things that are good for Dude, you. I've been terrible at it. Uh, but you're making it through. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, try that little risk that you've been afraid of. I, I did it and I was super terrified and I honestly kind of thought I was going to bail and be too chicken shit. Um, And I didn't. And I'm, really glad I didn't so because most of the time yeah you're really glad that you do it I always have uh, this reminds me of like when my therapist was trying to get me back into soul cycle Mm -hmm. which I've been doing the past couple weeks and of course it's been making me feel really good but I think once you stop something it like coming back to it can be really hard for some people like I know I'm the same exact way like there's things that I will have done for years, whatever, a couple months, and then I'll stop for whatever reason. And then getting back into that thing, Mm -hmm. there's just so much like anxiety and fear and what if and uncertainty. However, taking the leap to actually do it, most of the time you're like, oh, wait, shit. Like one, that wasn't that bad. And two, like I feel great because of that thing that I've been avoiding. Exactly. So interesting. The mind is so weird. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Um, but today's episode, we are doing our two-year like post-grad reflections and advice. And let me tell you, listening to our first-year post-grad re- reflections and like advice was the cutest thing ever. I'm going to be so honest. I have been dreading this. <laughs> Dread it? Okay. <laughs> it's interesting because when I was listening to our first year reflections, one, that episode, I think because we had just started the podcast like not that long ago, we were just like riding that high or at least I know, like I could feel it in my energy. I was just so happy and and I think it was because similarly to what you said about dance and feeling like you needed something to feel like passionate about when we started the podcast like because I had been 
like struggling with my mental health for so long um it was finally the first thing in so long that I was like oh my god like I'm yes. feeling that creative rush and the passion so I could just like hear the happiness in my voice um but it's so interesting because it was also not that long or doesn't feel that long ago like, it does and doesn't but like I like cannot believe we're two years out that's literally the that makes me want to vomit it's so crazy I don't know just like hearing us talk about the things like events that were happening at that time I'm like that doesn't feel long ago at all to me it's weird because like I I feel like a very different person from a year ago yeah. and even more of a person different person than two years ago oh, and yeah. like where I thought I would be a year ago where I thought I'd be now is very different than where I am. And a year ago or two years ago now is very different than where I thought it would be. A lot of surprises. A lot of things have happened. <laughs> a lot of surprises. A lot of things. No, I feel that. I feel like, yeah, it's just so crazy. Like, especially with having the podcast, we get to document all mm -hmm. of it and then get to listen back to it. I'm just like, what the fuck? It's, it's very strange. I know I had something else I wanted to say, but I'm just trying to find the note on my iPad. Oh, my warts are doing better. I'm using W3 compound W something like that. Anyway, I've burned off several layers of my skin on my Ooh. fingers and my fingers look crazy. This is way better than they looked. Uh, and so I've just peeled. Maybe Aquaphor moisturizer. No? no no I just gotta they say to use it for up to 14 weeks which I'm like that's insane I would be down to the bone um but they're getting better so here's to hoping that I'll be finger wart free soon uh because it's super fucking embarrassing not thank finger you <laughs> I'm just laughing I'm laughing I'm so doing amazing <laughs> okay. thank you universe I wrote down a toxic trait that I have because I do this very often and every time I do it I'm like wow this is my toxic trait so my toxic trait is I'll like reach out to people I'll text people <laughs> and then they'll respond and I won't get back to them and then I won't respond to them like it's so funny and like over Instagram DMs it's even more oh, yeah. like crazy I like in the moment feel fearless and so I'll just like DM somebody exactly. then they'll DM me back and then I'm like oh my god <laughs> like I'm like what do I do I, I do it so much so if I don't get back to you like please know this is just like my toxic trait you can literally say Sarah why are you being so toxic I used to be so good at getting back to people immediately, but I now fully have one friend where, well, like one of us will text, the other one will take two weeks to reply and be like, sorry, that it's taken me so long to reply and then reply. And then the other person will take another two weeks to go, so that we just never accomplish or plan anything. It's just such an interesting, like weird anxiety that I realize I have. And I'm just like, I wrote it down like to mention today because I'm like does anybody else do this or is it just me am I just crazy all of my friends and I we all do it all the time okay constantly. cool so I'm glad I'm not the only one because I literally do it all the time I think what would be such a good fix to this is Apple you need to make it so that you can open a message and then remark it as unread not for the oh, other person yes. but for yourself because if I open a text message I and I don't reply to it immediately I'm never gonna reply to that text message yes but sometimes I need to see what's been written 
and then reply later, but then it gets lost because it's now open. So why can't I mark it as unread for myself again? Right. Thank you. Both my mom and I think this needs to exist. Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. (laughs) He's dead. (laughs) He's not in charge anymore and he's fully dead, right? Yeah, Steve Jobs is dead. Yes, he is dead. I bet they have him like frozen somewhere just in case. Probably. (laughs) Oh, I don't. Have you ever walked walked have you ever watched succession i just started watching it while i was home with no my family so way. I, I started too are you on season one yes so i have like followed it's one of those shows that i've followed very peripherally like via social media okay. and whatnot and like it comes up on my like tiktok or i'll see stuff about it like kind of similar to like i never really watched game of thrones but i always kind of followed loosely what was happening um and so julia is she into it? She's really into it. And none of my family had really watched it. I think mm-hmm. my parents had maybe watched the first episode. So we started watching it. I'm literally only two episodes in. Okay. I'm like probably five. I am like forcing myself to watch it. Because I, everybody is like, it's so amazing. And I'm like, where is the amazing? When is it coming? When am I like hooked? I haven't really watched. Again, I've watched like two episodes. But from what I've seen on TikTok and the I've seen, I support Shiv's rights and wrongs. I love her. She can do no wrong to me. I you think. and Shiv with your with your red hair. Fuck yeah. 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 I'm just like, it's so much business talk and lingo that I'm just like, what the, like, so I guess because so many people get business degrees, everybody knows what it means besides me. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Um, okay, cool. Our... <laughs> I, think I, covered, I just I had covered a brain warts, fart. I covered dance and I covered my trip going home. So I think that's all of my key points. Yeah. This week was this week, you know, <laughs> working, surviving. I got street easy for the first time oh, yeah. because I'm starting to like try and figure out like possibly maybe leaving home. I don't know if I've said this before, but both my mom and I are stressed reaction of when we're under a lot of stress is we'll just look at like four million dollar apartments Ooh. on Street Easy for fun. I should and do it's that. Both of our reactions like we'll do it separately. Um and it's very fun, but it's insane because there'll be a place that's like three million dollars and it's the ugliest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, how is this possible? Yeah, I got it because you know everyone has it who's like starting oh, to yeah. apartment hunt. So I was like, let me just like look and see like in the price range like what I could probably what get is, yeah. um but it's so interesting because I like my stress thing like when I'm trying to go to sleep instead of like worrying and like anxious thoughts I'll often like interior design like spaces Love. that I've like seen in my head um and so I've just been like looking and like how could I make this place like exactly you know I'm excited for that phase hopefully it'll be soon I'm trying to switch from when I go to sleep, uh, as you might have heard last week, I listen to a lot of just random compilations or random shit as I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, So I'm trying to be like slightly more healthy than playing random shit from YouTube. I'm now switching back to a podcast I've previously listened to while trying to fall asleep that was recommended by a friend, Gracie, called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Um, I like that name. Yes, it's, it's them reading reviews for very specific things. Uh, that are absolutely absurd and the most dramatic thing. And it's a great thing to fall asleep to. Not meant to be shade against them. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you need? But, like, honestly, that's, like, amazing. Because, like, that means their comfort. Like, they ease your mind. So there should be no offense taken. Slay. Um, So, yeah. If you need to listen to something while going to sleep, beach to sandy. Beach to sandy. Water to wet. Slay, slay, slay. All right. Let me paint the picture. Okay. A year ago. 
I said I was feeling really solid with where I'm at in my life. You said you were feeling really solid about yourself and as if you were over the hump. No, you weren't. (laughs) No, you weren't, baby girl. It was just started. I'm sorry, but I like not in a mean way. But when you said that, I like almost audibly laughed because I was like, if only that version of yourself like knew what was to come. That's so mean, but so fair. <laughs> I was like, you know, because shit, it, you know, happens. Yeah, it hit happened. the fan a little bit. But I was just like, oh shit! If only you like, she knew. didn't know. She didn't know. I know. I was saying that like the hardest thing at the time post grad was like uncertainty about the future and feeling like there's not a lot of time for plans. Sarah, that's called the real world. Um, you were saying like the hardest thing was the change. Both of us were feeling like there was a big sense of possibility. We were both feeling a little embarrassed to talk about the podcast and what's to come because like content creation, influencing things can be awkward. Um, and our main piece of advice at the time was like to slowly start building your life. We talk about that a lot on the pod. Yes. But that's that's the painted picture of where we are at at the last where we were year now, yeah. at this time. So let's get into like, how are you feeling right now? Like, so the, the the like having last year it be that I was feeling hopeful made me laugh because I was like, oh, that was kind of what I was going to say. Like, God damn, I'm right back where I was, (laughs) but I'm feeling kind of hopeful. Maybe that's unearned. Maybe a year from now I'm going to laugh really hard at myself again. Um, But I don't know if it's just the shift in the weather, maybe a little bit, but I'm feeling hopeful slay i don't have a plan i don't know what i'm doing i'm very afraid but things seem like they hit rock bottom and they've (laughs) got to go up from here right literally no i think they they will they will i hope they will they will you're putting in the work thank you you're welcome you are (laughs) Uh, you're putting in the work no i get that though i think like sometimes we don't even know what our rock bottom is until we've hit it you yeah, know? I kept being like, this has got to be the, the it, worst, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> Everyone knock on wood. Knock on the wood. Um, I am... Okay, wait. I said in my notes, I said, first thing, listening back to the episode brought me like so much joy, like I said, just because it made me so happy to feel like hear how happy we were. Um, (laughs) Not were, guys, I'm still happy. I just like it was so like it felt like this innocence in a way. And not that I've like grown up in a year, but like, you know, I'm a year older. I just know a little bit more about myself in life now, you know? Um, But I think right now there's parts of me that feel like frustrated that like things that I want to happen for me aren't like fully happening. And then I think there's other parts of me that are super proud of like what I've accomplished in my post-grad life. So there's this little bit of like dialectic going on. I'm like, I said like my feelings of frustration come from this like, you know, societal idea and pressure that like now that I'm 25, like I feel like I really like need to move out and I feel like I need to be making more money. And also I think there's parts of me that like want that for myself, like besides like the whole like societal thing. Um, And I just feel like a lot of these expectations and that can be frustrating sometimes. Um, especially, you know, because we look to other people to see if we are like at the right place in life. Um, and so it's and I think it's also frustrating sometimes growing up and sort of realizing that like 
money you need money to live life um, money's a way bigger part of life than i would have anticipated as a child who would have thought which speaks <laughs> to also both of us growing up with uh, a lot of privilege, privilege and not ever really needing to worry about it so right. that is not everyone's experience right i feel this frustration inside because you know i love what we do here at the pod i love making my content all these things and i'm like I just wish those were the things that were making me the money so yeah. I didn't have to do other things. My, like, pseudo-aunt, um, <laughs> she and my mom, when they get a little drunk, uh, <laughs> they tend to give us motivational speeches, which I normally really appreciate. Um, and I really struggled with hearing from her this time because I felt kind of like a fraud. Mm. And, like, even as she was saying, like, the stuff that you're doing with the pot is really cool, like there's still a part of me that's like feels like it doesn't count because it doesn't make us money. Right. And like right. that's fair to some degree and also being, you know, very capitalistic United States American mindset in another point of the way. It's difficult. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel you. I feel like I can say that I have a podcast and I feel really happy and we've done so many cool things and I've gotten so many cool opportunities. And then the answer back to that is usually, are you making, making money, money from it? And that, and like you said, it's the capitalist mindset, but it's also just frustrating. Like, can't you just be like happy that like I am passionate about something anyway? So like, those are like some of the frustrations, but kind of like getting into like telling people about the podcast I also am just feeling like really proud of like the podcast and of all of its accomplishments I like I'm proud of like all the content I put out there and I'm like putting myself out there I'm proud of all the new skills I've learned at this like internship I've had for like over six months now like there's things to be proud of and things that I'm so frustrated about and I think the dialectic will always be there in my life and in most people's lives you know yeah I feel weird. I feel like I'm kind of back actually where I was two years ago. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Wait, we're at graduation. At graduation. Okay. I want to, I think I want to do theater and I have no fucking clue how I'm going to do it. Uh, except for I'm actually further back than I was two years ago because I'm now further out of practice. Um, but you can get back into it. I can. But like very much like we're hitting the two year mark and like... I, it's very fair. Like, there's more pressure on my parents of like, hey, you need to find a job that's going to lead to something. Right. Um, there is that expectation because yeah, I feel that which too. I think is a fair comment, expectation, complaint. Um, complaint is the right word. But yeah, I. It's a weird. Yeah. 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 No, I like. And like, I think my advice here or what, like what the takeaway is, is that we're always going to look at the shit that we're doing. Like it's not good enough. Yeah. We aren't enough. What we're doing isn't enough. We could be doing something better. How could I be making more money? Like X, Y, and Z. Also, you can change your mind and change it back. Like I changed my mind. I'm kind of going back to theater. And I have another friend who is in finance, tried out doing something else. And I was like. Fuck ah, no. this isn't for me it's gone back to finance and that's okay yeah um i think a lot of what i've heard from adults is like do try things and like i think it's feels embarrassing and is really hard to like be like actually jk i'm i'm going back um but if you didn't try the other thing and find out then you're gonna might live someday and wish that you had tried that exactly exactly i think it's 
important in this post-grad like life and honestly like I'm like how many how long do I say I'm a post-grad for but I'm gonna say I'm still post-grad because I'm two years um but like I think in general like post-grad in your 20s you have to look at all the big and small especially the small things that you're doing and give yourself the praise for those accomplishments because you going to the dance class today like that's a big accomplishment me going to soul cycle that's a big accomplishment and like it may not seem that way because literally like you're just going to a workout you're just going to a dance class but it's setting yourself up to continue to do that or like you know you got this great job like sell don't forget to like celebrate yourself because I was doing I'm doing this series right now on like my personal TikTok about like post-grad tips and I was thinking about like the time when we did graduate college and it went by so fast and so like just like relish it and just like celebrate yourself like you literally got a degree you spent four years studying you and the current seniors you graduated during a pandemic like not like the graduation but you went to school during a pandemic so just like celebrate the things that you do in your life because I think it also like even just like remembering them for a quick second it brings it back to like I am doing shit like even if my life is not exactly how I thought it was going to look like I'm doing things and I'm trying my best yeah yeah so like that's kind of like how I'm feeling right now like at least like at this two-year mark one of the things that I've been very aware of and very like ruminating on a lot recently is like the loneliness of like post-grad particularly when you live alone um, yes oh and somebody did ask us in our dms like how to deal with loneliness because their friends had all moved away yes and like even like uh, new york i think is especially lonely but i imagine it's also like this kind of anywhere else like you don't built in get to see your people anymore like you yeah. used to like it's a huge drop off and like making new friends is really hard um and like it, it's incredibly lonely um, how do you deal with that? Because I feel like because I live with my parents still, I haven't really fully experienced this. Like I am like on my own in my own apartment, you know, I think it's like pushing yourself to get out, still see people and yeah. like make new friends. And like I even in this dance class today, there was a girl. Oh, my God. She had custom pink Laduca boots. Shut the fuck I, up. And I literally was like, I have to go tell her these were the most amazing things I've ever seen. Yeah. And like. Will I ever see that person again? Maybe not. Is she likely to become my best friend? Probably not. Um, but just even like little interactions, yeah. like pushing yourself, like humans need interaction and conversation. And like, that's very essential to us. And we don't really get it naturally in like the sort of structure of the adult world. And so to like keep making plans with people, even if like they're casual, like not everything needs to be a big thing. Yeah. Um, but making sure to like, see people right it kind of reminds me honestly of like the first week of college when everyone's kind of just scrambling to find somebody to hang on to but I feel like most people are not like are that way but most people I feel like post-grad in their 20s are looking to make other connections you know everyone feels really fucking lonely yeah because you may not have like I'm very Mm -hmm. lucky that I have my high school friends I'm very lucky that I happen to live in the city that all the college friends are coming to too but I feel like everybody has this sense of like 
who am I going to meet post-grad and like who am I going to find at work that I could be friends with in my dance class, in my workout class, whatever it may be. Um, So I feel like reaching when you reach out to people and I know that can be like really scary, but most of the time, again, like I feel like people are going to be like, yes, like I want to make these connections. Like I'm in a new place. I don't know a bunch of people. And like try and be engaged with your community. Yeah. It's really hard, particularly somewhere new, but like there is stuff of like, even like my mom was, uh, like googling it is like there's classes that the new york public library that are free that i'm gonna try and go to that like particularly if you're in a city which i think a lot of people post-grad are there's a lot of stuff to do if you just search for it yeah and like just go do something yeah yeah because i especially those like first couple of months post-grad where you just graduated and you like are are kind of having the realization of like oh my goodness like there's so many hours in a day, like especially if you don't have, you know, the traditional nine to five, you're kind of just like, holy shit, there's so much time. I don't have anywhere I have to really show up to. Like, what do I do with myself? You're not getting grades anymore. Like- it's jarring. And so, like we've said this last year at this point, like you have to start building your life. Yes. Um, that is like the biggest piece of advice I can give to somebody. And it might fall apart a couple of times. Sure. Because you build something, it does, it may not work. You may Foundation have to... wasn't solid. Crumbles. Crumbles. Hurricane. Tsunami. Wipes it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to like start again because the foundation or the like structure I had built at this time last year, like that's no longer my structure. I have a whole different job and like there's different things that you have to consider when you're building your life but um I the experimenting in your post-grad like 20s life is I think is so important because how are you ever going to figure out what you want to do or what things you like in your life if you don't try them and the thing is is up until this point like most of the time the things that you've been doing have been influenced by the school system what your parents sign you up for when you're younger extracurricular wise and now like you're in charge of your life honey Mm -hmm. like you go after it you're running the show and that's absolutely fucking terrifying yeah like some of the questions like with reflection on building your life that I wrote down is like do you like structure and routine like do you need that in your life I'm somebody that needs that like you may be able to go with the flow a little bit more in terms of like I'll do this then and that then or like maybe this thing will pop up like I know for me like in order for me to wake up I need something early that's going to get me out of bed or else I'll be like comfy in my bed you know (laughs) (laughs) like you know how do you best remember things like do you do it on your notes app do you write it down do you have like a planner like how do you recharge your battery like are you one of those like social like rechargers do you need to be by yourself is a little bit of both um like what do I do like outside of my work you know we've talked about how we're kind of bad at hobbies (laughs) but you gotta find hobbies especially I think with the nine to five life yes you know, like you don't need to be good at something to enjoy it. I was not very good at dancing today. I still deeply enjoyed it. Slay, slay. And then like, how do you best like take care of yourself? Like these are some of the questions that you should start to ask yourself post-grad when you're starting to build that life. Particularly because like even going from college where you like walk from class to class to a nine to five, like it can be a lot more sedentary and like movement is like essential to your mental health yeah and it's like a huge drop that you might not notice or think of like 
that movement you got that time outside that you don't get anymore yeah I know my dad always says like um a life in motion like stays in motion like the idea of that I have a couple friends in book clubs I'm so envious I feel like that's a great thing to join I feel like I'm not a reader I feel like I need like a reality tv club like I need some fellow reality tv people or pop culture people to like have conversations with I miss when the bachelorette was good because that was such a great show for that type of thing yeah it's just like not good anymore I know I just like I need people to talk about pop culture with because I'm like obsessed with it and I like love when all like the little moments happen um maybe I need to like start start a pop culture like club hey why not pourquoi pas why not I also that was the worst French accent that has ever been used (laughs) pourquoi pas Pourquoi What does that mean? Why not? Why not? C'est la vie. Holler. I can't. <laughs> there was a lot of snapping in the dance routine today. And so you, because of my fucked up finger, I, oh. I like a can't really. There's a horrible split in it. So I can't really even bend it, much less snap. Yeah. And <laughs> I just went to go and do it. And it's like really embarrassing. <laughs> like it's really, <laughs> I look really dumb. <laughs> Um, I said like my biggest piece for at least year two I think what I've learned the most this year that I could pass on to somebody else is um sorry words um is honestly like kind of the idea of identity capital that like we've gotten from reading Meg Jay's book but also speaking with her I think that really hit home for me and I've kind of adapted it in my way um which is to find value in all the things that you're doing and how it like leads to the bigger picture that you have in your head. Like that bigger picture may be unclear. Like, you know, I know for me, like obviously I'd love this podcast to be able to make money one day. I'd love for my content. I'd love to be entertaining in some way. And I'm not sure what that way is yet. However, I feel like all the things that I'm doing in my life are helping that bigger picture the podcast my social media stuff my even like my internship like learning the editing skills learning some of the strategies like that all feeds into this bigger picture and so like my advice is to you know find the value in what you're doing if you're not in your dream job if you're not in the job that you like you know hope to be or even if you're in a quote-unquote survival job like what about that job is helping you get to the greater you know picture is it hey I just need this money so that like I can live because I'm working part-time and you know I'm needing or what did you know when Meg J worked at like the um the grocery store because she was trying Mm -hmm. to pay um for her test to get into grad school like everything has the value in it if you look at it and I think it's been very helpful to look at things that way because when I feel shitty about myself I'm like wait 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 like this may not be exactly what you imagined but it is helping you get to that bigger picture and like quite frankly it is so fucking rare to get your absolute fucking dream job right after you graduate and most of the time we all have to work a long long time to get there and so remembering that you're on that path to get there no matter how big or how small those things are has just been very helpful for me this year I've got two pieces of advice slay go one is one I didn't do but you should uh (laughs) and my mom's I didn't do it (laughs) you should don't do what I do do what I say and my mom's been on this on me about this and I still need to do it 
there are a lot of resources available to you in post-grad mm. that you might not necessarily know about. Oh, with your or school. Want to use. Yes, especially with your school. In the world generally, but especially with your school. Use them. They're there. They're, they're not free. You paid for them with your college tuition. Use them. The worst that can happen is they don't help, but they might help. Yes. And there's a lot there's a lot of shit out there you gotta go find it and do it my second piece of advice kind of similar <laughs> kind of similar I'm, I'm in a, some kind of mood um <laughs> lean on your supports uh, as yes. as you all if you've listened to any of the podcasts in the last four months i've not been doing well i've been doing in fact pretty uh what's Sucky. I was gonna try and say the Spanish word for bad, and then I was like, "No bueno, no bueno, mal." Also, happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo. We're recording a Cinco Cinco de Mayo when you're listening to this, but it is for (laughs) us right now. Um, I've been doing real bad, and I kind of had to. uh, Didn't have to, but I kind of let myself kind of hit not absolute rock bottom, but pretty close to there before like caving and being like, "I need help." Yeah. Um. And, you know, had I just caved and asked for help earlier, things would have probably gotten less bad and I'd be further along now. But I'm thankful that I at least did. And, like, your friends and family want to support you. um, And especially in the time of post-grad and in your 20s in general, there is so much feeling of just being lost because you know you're trying to figure your life out and so don't be afraid to talk about that with people because you're not the only one and when you are feeling that way like that's why you have your friends your partners your your, your parents. brain's not done cooking she's got several more years she has several more years for me she's got like a half a decade at least left for y'all if you're just graduating so like when you're doing bad lean on people they want to like you're the people that love you want to be there to support you and like yeah don't be afraid to be like hey like is anybody else feeling like they have no idea what the fuck they're doing with their lives because honestly most people in some sort of way in their 20s don't know what whether it's like financially or like I don't know how to do my taxes or like how do I turn on a laundry like how do I turn on a laundry (laughs) I know I was like what's the word for the thing that you put your washer and dryer yes the laundry machine but yes honestly I mean like that that's why I made the podcast but cluelessness is everywhere in every piece of life so don't be afraid to say something about it really off topic but something really funny what so my oldest sister was picking up her eight-year-old daughter from school the other day and the guidance counselor flags her down and my sister's like this is weird and she's also like in line for pickup which is like they want you to keep moving yeah so flagged her down uh that apparently my again eight-year-old niece had told her guidance counselor about the podcast. Oh, shit. And she's now a listener. Oh, my gosh. The so, teacher? To the guidance counselor. Oh, so the guidance counselor. If sorry. Tessa's guidance counselor is listening. Hey. Hi. You already heard me call her a demon earlier. I do truly love her so much. And she's brilliant and funny and hilarious. But she is, I'm sure, as you know, also a goblin um, and terrifying. Uh, but I found that so funny. No idea uh, how... <laughs> <laughs> that came up for my, again, eight-year-old niece to 
tell her guidance counselor about this. But um, you know what? The- we should hire her. Marketing, marketing, get people to listen. Um, yeah, Tessa's, Tessa's making that grind. <laughs> um, so anyway, shout out to her if she's listening. That's amazing. Um, that made me laugh so hard. Um, and my sister was so confused. That's so funny. And then another listener question we got is how about applying to non-theater jobs as somebody that's like only applied to theater jobs. So if you're a theater person, further <laughs> lean on those school resources. They have like a business center and not just business center they have stuff that is meant to help transitioning post-grads and like we didn't do any of that shit really when we were in college because we were in the arts so if you're that yeah they'll usually still look over your shit and help you with your resume afterwards for a couple of years like they are still open to do that stuff for post-grad so fucking use it because they know what you're they're doing and you don't i'm assuming you as in me don't know <laughs> yeah i mean there's obviously like so many resources that you have at your college that you paid so much money for so use them post-grad and i know like at least with elon they have a bunch of alumni events mm-hmm. all the time where you can do networking and shit like that and also my dad is going to come on the podcast soon and he is taught me everything i know about networking so don't worry i'm going to ask him a bunch of questions about it to give all the deets um for me with applying to non-theater jobs one i think there is a little bit of this like imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because you're like usually with theater people it's like what they've done for basically most of their lives um don't be afraid to apply to things that you do not know anything about because most of the time people are looking for somebody that is nice to work with who's going to do the work and who's passionate about learning and growing in that field so as long as you have like some little like obviously connection to it like don't be afraid about it look I have an advantage here. My lovely partner is a grammar genius and knows about all this shit. So they look over all my cover letters. They taught me how to write the cover letter, the resume, like whatever. So if you do, and and even if like, you're like, I don't want to reach out to my business center. Like if you have somebody else in your life that can help you with that. Find that smart friend. Yeah. Find that good friend. Everyone has that one smart friend. And make them feel bad. Be like, (laughs) I'm like. (laughs) I've never done this. Like, you know, help me with my cover letter. I make Julia read all my shit. Yeah, like Olivia just reads it. And now, like, it's so funny. I'll be like, yeah, I'm applying to this job. And Olivia's like, oh, you want me to read all Sly. Sly. So this is Sly. Um, but I, yeah, I think there's the confidence to do it. And then, you know, and I think the more you apply, the easier it gets. And the less, like, imposter syndrome. Like, I know, like, in the last couple months like when I was first applying to things in like different social media stuff I was like this is like so weird like I have like no qualifications in this but you know now that I've done my internship I do have some and I also think like now I just have more courage and and I'm like I I can do this and I can like this is how I want to do it this is how I would present myself in front of somebody um and yeah. if you're in performing, there's one thing you know, and it's talking. Literally. Putting on a little show. Put on a show. You're a good Pretend person. Pretend you're on secession and you are <laughs> succession. Succeeding? Successioning? <laughs> Succeeding? Question mark? Uh. Put on that blazer. Act like you were a business major. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think half of the time it's like fake it until you make it, you know? Yes. Um. So that would, I hope that's good advice. I know we kind of just said reach out to people who know what they're doing, but like reach out to people who know what they're doing because yeah. that's how I've learned what I, I'm doing. Um, I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, who knows if I'm doing it right, but I'm doing it. I'm debatably not the best person to get advice from, but yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to read this little thing that I wrote because I want you guys to hear it. And I, 
I write like these extensive notes sometimes. It's almost like journaling for me. I said, I think overall post-grad is about building a life for yourself. And in order to do that, you have to do a lot of experimenting with a lot of trial and error. In this phase of experimenting, though... Oh, in this phase of experimenting, though, it is imperative to reflect, to notice, and to ask yourself questions in order to figure out how you and no one else wants to form your life. It's really hard. You're the one in the driver's seat for the first time, and it's... Intimidating and scary. And it's not something, uh, at least for me, like, it was not something I saw coming. And, like, dude, I have fucking fell flat on my face. Postgrad has been so fucking rough. Like, I... That's the thing, is nobody tells you when you're about to graduate how freaking jarring all of this is going to be. So if you're a college senior right now, you're listening to this, send this to all your college senior friends because we want to be like your post-grad big sisters and help you out here and just let you know that it's going to be intense and there's going to be moments where you just feel so incredibly lost. And you're going to fuck up. Yes, and there's going to be so many mistakes and you're going to be like, what am I doing with my life? Like, am I succeeding? Am I doing enough? Like, And you're in this weird place of like, you've been kind of a fake adult and then you're supposed to kind of be a real adult, but you don't really know how to do that yet. And right. you're just kind of, you call your parents and you're like, ah! So feel it all. It's okay to cry. Reach out to people. <laughs> okay, so. Audrey <laughs> goes, okay. <laughs> so on Prozac, one of the side effects is it can make people not really cry. So I didn't really cry, but I'm now on Zoloft and it hasn't had that side effect for me. So dude, I've been crying left, right, center cry let it out experience your emotions because pushing it down is not going to do any good for you Mm -hmm. and also don't forget to enjoy like being in your 20s being post-grad you know going out having your shitty pizza yeah going out and having a great time with your friends like I know like especially on TikTok there's a lot of like you know videos about like I don't want to say that drinking equates fun, but I think there can be videos sometimes that like look down on like going out, having a good time or like finding your forms of fun that are a little bit more wild. Um, experience those. If you want to have those, that's your form of fun. Go have fun. If you, if going to a museum is fun for you, go to the fucking museum. You know, it, this is such a great time in your life. Truly. We're young. You're hot. You know, like I do whenever I walk down the street and I'm in kind of a bold outfit and old people look at me. I'm like, look, I'm like the hottest I'm ever going to get. Of course, I'm going to take advantage. Enjoy My tits it. Up, out. Tits up and out. Um, And before we wrap up, I just wanted to do a little of what are your hopes for this next year? Because we did this at the end of the last one. So I kind of wanted to do it again. Do you want to go first? Sure. I did write them down, guys. This was like a whole journaling like moment for me. I kind of loved it. I would highly recommend if you are already post-grad and listening to just like reflect on your time already because usually everyone graduates around May. Okay. So I said... um, like I said last year, I would love to move out. <laughs> um, so hopefully moving into a full-time salary and already having some things saved up, that can be possible for me. Hopefully I'll be listening to this in my own apartment next year. My fingers are crossed. If you are watching another faith, I'm praying. I'm really hoping. Okay. And then in terms of the podcast, I would love to do some sort of live event in the next year, whether that's like us doing a live show or even like some sort of twenties event for like postgrads in New York city. I'm just like itching to bring the brand and, 
um, like past audio and into like actions and providing something for everybody that listens and getting to interact with you all in person. So that is my hope for the podcast in this third year of its, well, third year of our post-grad life and second year of the pod. Yeah. Second year of the pod's life. And then in terms of myself, I just like want to keep putting myself out there and continuing to find the courage to be unafraid of what people think of me and what I'm doing to let the fear of failure and others judgments not get to me. Um, because like, how is that going to help me build the life that I want to live? So those are my hopes. My hopes are that I take some steps forward I feel like in the past couple of years, I've frozen a lot. I've taken some steps back and to just try and be a little less afraid and and move forward into whatever that is. I hope to hold on to this little bit of hope and momentum that I have and do as best I can with it and take the bad days when they come, but keep pushing on the days that are good Mm -hmm. I hope that in a year I feel a bit less scared and a little bit like I maybe have an idea of where I'm going I I hope I feel like I'm a little bit more on my own two feet and that I'm not having to lean on people so much and that I can help people and help support them for all the amazing ways that they have supported me in turn I really hope the podcast keeps growing and I hope we get to keep like meeting people and Mm -hmm. talking to people and like we've just gone to meet and chat with so many cool people who we've either had on the pod or people who listen to it and it like truly is such a joy and personally I hope to just get out there more uh I have spent a lot of time in my apartment in the past few months and I love my apartment. It is an amazing place, it's but very cute. I hope to engage with the world more this year. Um, Cause I think I've been living inside my shell a bit and I, I I'm not a hermit crab. I can't live <laughs> in my shell. Um, <laughs> so we're just got to get out there and engage with the world, the good, the bad, the painful, the exciting, the whatever, And just to, I don't know, feel like to be engaged with living a little bit more and to care about things a little bit more. Slay. And maybe you'll be getting a dog at this time next Probably year. Probably not. I'm being more realistic <laughs> oh. with where I'm at in my life. I'm I can't get a dog in a year. My goal was at 26 get a dog. That was uh, what was on I your know. thing last year I'm, was the dog. <laughs> but I'm just like I'm not re- I know logically I'm not ready. I know. That's the hard thing is the reality of the dog because I'm I was talking about with Olivia. I was like so what if we have radish who's the rabbit? and a dog and Olivia's like so here are the realistics of having a dog I'm I was like, like it's not fair to that dog's quality of life they deserve better than where I'm at I saw this TikTok of this dog place uh, shelter and I was devastated this morning I was like I want all of them um <laughs> I want them all uh, the first one was named Scooby and I was like that is <gasps> adorable I would murder for you um <laughs> murder for you that was literally my first thought um, so I feel like our new goal is 28 for dog. 28. Okay, cool. When we're, when we're on the pod at 27, I'll be like, you got a year. What are you thinking? I hope. 
Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening and watching, watching. because the fucking camera worked. I hope you enjoyed your view of my ass. I am so fucking happy. Thank you to the guy at B and H Photos. I don't remember your name. You wrote a note in my phone to help me with this. We have the <laughs> the camera plugged into the computer charger and it worked. And I'm so fucking happy. I am beaming. You'll get to see my horrible posture. And again, a good piece of my ass. But that's okay. We if want this to you. feel literally this is how we've been recording this podcast for most of the episodes since we've started. And so it's just so excited. That it's camera. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm beaming. <laughs> I'm beaming. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that all of this advice will help those coming out of college those that are in their post-grad lives and if you have any more like questions or advice that you need just like dm us on instagram we don't promise to have good advice but we do promise to have some advice yeah and we promise to be real raw vulnerable about all of it um because that's like what i wish i saw more of and i don't really have a lot of filter so love that for us yeah anyways thank you guys so much for listening if you like what you are hearing do not forget to follow us on instagram at completely fucking clueless and on tiktok and youtube at completely fck ing clueless period per will we will we <laughs> guys i am so excited about this camera that like my adrenaline is just going this. so fast we will be back next week with another amazing episode with my partner olivia we see all of your guys questions and we're so excited about it it will be filmed on camera as well i'm bringing them to the podcast studio i'm giving Ooh. them like the celebrity treatment make sure to rate review subscribe send to your friends send to your lovers Send it everywhere, especially post-grad advice. Send that shit everywhere. <laughs> Have an amazing Tuesday, everyone. We love you. And do not forget to be completely. No, oh, my God. I said it wrong. You do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what, is, what do I mean? Uh, you say it kind of differently every time. Okay. Have an amazing. Okay. Wait, let me like do this more organically. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of this hour i always get so crazy have an amazing tuesday everyone have an amazing week and do not get forget to be oh my god you guys why can't just push i push through just push okay, through. okay 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 audrey's like let's go girl i'm hungry okay okay sorry sorry we're cutting all of this this is all cut okay no i'm keeping all of this no please god no please god no <laughs> anyways we love you guys have an amazing tuesday have an amazing week and don't forget to be fucking clueless and hi to tessa's guidance counselor yes uh, good luck guiding her Thanks i know i already said hi to you but <laughs> I hope you're